0: Good afternoon, such a beautiful day today here in Melbourne and I thought it would just be lovely to come and sit outside this afternoon and share with you some ideas I've been having around some business coaching concepts that I think will really help you on your journey. These are all topics that I'm going to bring to you over the next bunch of days. Uh, And they're things that seem to come up an awful lot when I am working with my business coaching clients. So I've got a little list in front of me here. I've been brainstorming the kind of topics that I'd like to talk to you about. So I'm going to try, do my best, Scouts Honor, Girl Guides Honor, or is it Scouts Honor? I don't know, to come every day over the next little while and just sort of coach you. little bit, coach you through some of the concepts that actually might help you with your business. So the one thing I want to talk about today is the idea of linking your fee structure to your organizational structure. Now this is something that I've actually found myself talking a lot with uh, clients in individual coaching sessions but also in my group programs and uh, it seems to come up that you know, business get, businesses get to a certain stage, uh, especially service businesses, right? Get to a certain stage where your fees kind of need to reflect the seniority within your business. Now, I'm going to use the private practice example because that's where most of my coaching clients come from. It's from the mental health uh, private practice business sector. And what I see time and time again, is fees that are dictated to by Medicare rebates instead of being organized in a really logical sense alongside an organizational structure. So I want you to think about who's your ideal client, who's coming to your business and what are they looking for? primarily they're really looking for somebody with some experience who's going to help them with their business, right? Or with their life or with their journey, whatever it is that your business, whatever need your business meets in your clients' lives. Um, Obviously, mental health private practices, we're talking about getting um, beyond struggle with other mental health concerns or life crises or all sorts of different things to do with being mentally well and being resilient and being strong and all of those things. So if I'm coming to your business and I'm looking for someone with um, experience, who's going to meet my needs, who's going to be able to see me promptly, who's going to be able to get me on the way to feeling better. Am I going to be saying, okay, um, does this person or that person have the highest Medicare rebate, or am I going to be saying, who's got the most experience? I personally am going to be looking for the person with the most experience. So I personally, first and foremost, would be looking to go to the business owner. Now that's not just in private practice land. i recently signed my husband and i up for some pilates and i spoke to the director about our plans to you know start doing pilates and how that was going to suit us as a couple and blah 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 blah. and then he said i'll put you with one of our instructors and uh, that was fine i'm more than happy and i love her she's gorgeous but there was this little moment where i was sort of disappointed in putting it too strongly but sort of back-footed or wrong-footed that i wasn't going to be working with the director Now, I know that those of you who own private practices experience this a lot. Everyone wants to talk to you because your name is on the door. You're the one with the history, with the referrers. You're the one that's been around the longest in your business. There's two problems with that. As the director of a business, there is only one of you. So there needs to be some way of structuring the organisational structure that identifies first and foremost that you're the director. Now one of those things is your title in your business, it might be CEO, it might be director, it might be founder, it might be principal, it might be senior, it might whatever title you give yourself in your business as long as it sets you as being the top of the hierarchy if you like of of people within the service providers within your business. So then there needs to be a fee that's commensurate with that level of seniority. So as the director or the founder or the owner or the CEO or whatever you are in your business, because there's only one of you, because everyone wants to see you, you need some gatekeeping strategies to manage the demand for your time and to see you because there's only one of you and one of those demand strategies is fees and the other is, of course, marketing the rest of your team really well. So then you need to start thinking about the hierarchy that sits below you within your team. Who is the most senior person in your team? Now, where I see a lot of businesses in particular, again, using the mental health example, where I see a lot of people, um, I would say it's something to, I'm wanting to say it's a mistake, but I'm trying not to go there. The common Thing that I see in private practices is seniority being inferred by somebody's professional title. So the title that they bring to the work that they do. So in psychology, for example, clinical psychologists tend to be given a level of seniority that isn't necessarily reflected in how many years they've been in practice compared to another member of the team. So what I am starting to talk a lot about with my business coaching clients is have a look at the structure of your team. And even if you put everyone's name down on a little card to give yourself something to play with and to play with the structure and start ordering everybody in terms of how much experience they've had in the profession, would that match the current way you've got your fees structured? And I'm going to bet that it probably doesn't. So... Your, um, again, using psychology as an example, your clinical psychologist might be a brand new graduate, but because they attract a higher Medicare rebate, a lot of people put their fee at the highest and treat them as if they're some kind of senior level clinician in some cases, in some settings, simply because they carry that title when in fact there are probably other clinicians within those teams who have more experience but just have trained in different ways and don't have that clinical psychology label. So in my business for example, I'm the only clinical psychologist on my team. So I have mental health OT, I have um, social work, I have provisional psychology, I have psychologists. I'm the only clinical psychologist. Now that coincides with the fact that I am the director of the practice, the director of the business. Um, but if there was another new clinical psychologist, I would not assume for them to be the next most senior person on my team. In fact, they most likely would not be the next most senior person on my team unless they had swathes of experience, relevant experience under their belts. So I want you to think about the director, the senior clinician, so so moving away again we're still talking about private practicing mental health here but moving away from psychologist and saying clinician the most senior clinician on your team the most senior mental health professional on your team other than you who might that be and then who are the you know the experienced and qualified fully qualified um, clinicians or mental health professionals under that person and then who are the trainees or the entry level or the like some professions would call them graduates so who are the graduates so starting to think about your team into terms of organizational structure and then you can put that structure on your website because that will make so much sense to your clientele and your referrers. And then of course you can peg your fee structure to match those levels of seniority within your team. So it starts to move away from fees being set based on say Medicare rebates and moves towards fees being set based on supply and demand and seniority. And I think the seniority is most important um, in your in your business. Now, you, see, you hear this being discussed in other settings as well. It's not just mental health. So I've heard advertising executives speak about this. I've heard about, I've heard about this in the creative sector. I've heard about this being discussed in financial um, circles and so on, where the director of the business is the most hotly prized. If you can get that person to be your person, then you're winning. You need to pay for the privilege of working with the director of an organisation because there's only one of them. Now there's two reasons for that, and I'm going to talk more about this second reason on another live stream because this is a live stream all unto itself, and that is the business owner. Their fee also needs to compensate for the fact that they don't have time to fill all their days seeing clients. They've also got to take time doing non-income generating stuff to run their business. So uh, you know, coordinating administrative staff. Um, my days have been taken up most recently with you know, coordinating furniture and things like that for my new offices here in Melbourne. Now that's not income generating work, but it is business running work. It's very relevant to the businesses and I've run multiple businesses. So, so it's very relevant to two of the businesses that I run that I get that office space organized and sorted out ASAP relevant to my team so that they're supported they're comfortable they can sit down and see their clients in a nice lovely space it's relevant to um, my um I don't know what to call it, my my, my, uh, serviced offices, if you like, for mental health professionals, that they've got somewhere really comfortable to come in because they're paying to be able to use that space. But it's also relevant for me to have somewhere nice outside of my own home to go and sit. So for my business to run efficiently, I have to take time away from income generating work sometimes so that I can do those things. I also need to take time away from income generating work to be able to think ahead and be strategic about where my businesses are heading and what what my future goals are so I'm gonna leave it at that today I want you really thinking really carefully because I know this is um, tricky territory for a lot of you I know this is new territory for a lot of you thinking about your organizational structure who's the most senior person on your team who's the next most senior person in terms of experience not in terms of piece of paper and then so on, the ladder within your team, the hierarchy within your team, based on experience and demand from the um, clients who come to your business and pegging your fees according to those levels of seniority. If you don't know what I'm talking about, have a look at, at law firms and how they they price their um, their their, their directors their partners, their associates, their junior associates. It's very clear the structures within a law firm. We all need to be very clear about the structure within our own business so that it's obvious when I'm paying top dollar to see the director, I know that I'm seeing the most experienced person in that team, or at least the person with the most demand in that team. Uh, And when I'm paying top dollar to see someone else in that organization, it's because they're the next most senior person with the most demand on their time. It's confronting. It challenges a lot of what we do, especially in, in mental health and especially in psychology. It challenges a lot of our assumptions about how fees should be set. But I want you to think about this as a business owner. How can I structure my organizational structure and my fee structure so that it makes sense to my clientele it makes sense to my referrals and keeps me viable as a business going forward because that's how you serve your community for the long run is by keeping your doors open so you may have seen I'm running some, I've got some bundles of one-to-one business coaching available now. Um, The information that you need, the link that you need is in the description to this video. Um, If you know that you want to work with me, sign up. There's a six month bundle, there's a 12 month bundle, um, or six session and 12 session, I should say, bundles available. And they are limited because as I'm saying, there's only one of me, (laughs) two. So have a lovely afternoon. I will do my level best to talk to you tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow I'm thinking about uh, talking about that CEO time and how to structure your diaries in a way that supports you to have that CEO, business director, business hat time away from the income generating work. So I might talk to you about that tomorrow. Have a lovely night. Bye for now.